Welcome to episode 39 of the Author Ads Academy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Holmes. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you're having a fantastic week. So today's episode, I'm taking things a little bit differently in that I normally script things out a little bit more with the podcasts, but today I've just got a few notes down. So it's going to be a little bit more, what should we say, a little bit more free, <laughs> possibly. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm just taking it a little bit more fluid, shall we say. Um, so we'll see how it goes. So uh, without further ado, let's dive right into it. So what we're looking at today then is negative targeting with Amazon ads. So that's negating keywords and that's negating ASINs. So as we covered last week with the search terms and keywords and keyword match types, search terms are what people search for on Amazon, whereas keywords are what you actually bid on inside of your Amazon ads account. And the algorithm matches the customer search terms to your keywords based on the match type that you're using. That's broad match, phrase match, and exact match. So when Amazon spends money on irrelevant search terms, you can actually negate them if they aren't converting into sales or page reads to trim wasted ad spend. And when you're negating keywords in ASINs, you're essentially telling Amazon that you don't want them to spend money on these particular keywords or these particular ASINs. The Amazon ads algorithm is very clever, but it does need some training to really understand what your product is, so what your book is, and this is where the negative targeting comes into play. Now, often a lot of authors will completely ignore negative targeting because it is another job, it's another task that needs doing on a fairly regular basis. It doesn't need to be every day or every week even. It could be a job you do once every two weeks or once every month, depending on how much you're spending. So if you're not using negative targeting, you are potentially almost guaranteed, in fact, wasting quite a bit of money. And whenever I audit Amazon ads accounts, authors ads accounts, I do a lot of analysis, a lot of number crunching, and I tally up ad spend that has not generated any sales or any page read income. And yeah, sometimes the numbers are pretty staggering. I had one a few months ago where over the past 65 days, there have been, it was about $19,500 in ad spend that hadn't generated a single order or a single page read. That's quite a bit of money that's just gone down the drain. Um, it's not essentially gone down the drain because you do know now what doesn't work, but still, it's a pretty staggering number to look at. That's not the norm by any means, but you know it, the numbers can actually be that big if you're not using negative targeting. So it is something to pay attention to. Now, when it comes to what to actually negate with your keywords and your ASINs, a lot of it does come down to common sense. Um, if you see a search term that is completely relevant to your book or an ASIN, so another book that is nothing like your book. So if you're advertising a thriller and an auto campaign has targeted a romance book, for example, you can clearly see that that's not a relevant ASIN to be targeting. So you can negate that straight away. But then other times there will be targets, so keywords and ASINs that seem relevant but they're just not converting. So the question then becomes, how long do you let them run before you negate those? My personal threshold is sort of 10 to 15 clicks on relevant targets. So if after 10, or 15, 10 to 15 clicks, 
there's still no sales and no page reads, then I negate it. Now, another option, if you think that this is a really relevant search term and you want to give it a bit more time to prove itself, let's say you, know, you want to give it 20 to 30 clicks, but you don't want to be spending quite as much on it, then what you can do instead is reduce the bid. So you let it gather more clicks at a lower bid, which is going to take more time because you are bidding lower. So you want to get, you're going to get fewer impressions and it's just going to take longer to gather those clicks. So you let it run for a bit longer and you get up to that, whatever your threshold is, 20, 30 clicks. And if it still isn't converted by then, then you negate it. And this just gives a little bit more time for a keyword to prove itself if you feel it is relevant. And that goes for ASINs as well, a relevant ASIN or relevant keyword. So if a keyword or an ASIN shows potential in an auto campaign, for example, so let's say it's generated one or two sales or one or two borrows, you can move that keyword or that ASIN into a new manual targeting campaign to give it more budget to prove itself. So in an auto campaign, if you see a keyword or ASIN that's doing well, it's competing with thousands of other keywords and ASINs for the budget of that entire campaign. So if you've got a $10 budget on a campaign, this good performing ASIN or good performing keyword is fighting for that same $10 budget as all the other keywords and ASINs that Amazon is targeting within that campaign. So it's going to take much longer to really scale anything, anything you know, any particular keyword or particular ASIN in an auto campaign to scale it up because there's just not enough budget to go around and you haven't got that granular control of a particular ASIN or keyword within an auto campaign. But in a manual campaign, you can play with it more so that it has more time and more budget and you've just got more granular control over a particular keyword to scale it up and you know to continue proving itself. And you know if you want to get really aggressive on a particular keyword because it's doing so well, then you can do that in a manual campaign. You can't do that in an auto campaign. Now relevancy does play a big role in Amazon ads. If you haven't had sales or page reads from a relevant keyword after say 10 or 15 clicks, while there's no definite confirmation of this from Amazon, it could be sending bad signals to Amazon that your book isn't relevant to this keyword and therefore they are potentially going to stop your ads showing for both the ads side of things and also potentially on the organic results as well for that keyword. Or if your ads do show, then you are likely to be paying more for each click because Amazon doesn't see you as overly relevant to that keyword and they want to reward relevancy. You know, they are in business to provide a great shopping experience to their customers and they do that by showing relevant ads, relevant products, whether that's through ads or through organic means. Another way to use negative targeting is when moving good performing keywords or ASINs, as I've just been covering, from let's say an auto campaign to a manual campaign, so you only have a particular keyword or ASIN being targeted in one campaign. Amazon have come out and said that you won't compete against yourself with the same keyword or ASIN in multiple campaigns, but from my experience, it may affect how these keywords and ASINs actually perform if they're in multiple campaigns. But it also messes the data. It messes with the data when you're appearing for the same keyword or the same ASIN in multiple campaigns. So this is why I like to just have one keyword in the account rather than that same keyword appearing in four, five, six multiple <laughs> multiple campaigns. 
I just like to keep it in one campaign really just because it keeps the data nice and clean and whilst you're not competing against yourself I just feel that an account performs better that way. You may have different experiences and I know other advertisers have different experiences that's just how I've experienced things but feel free to test for your own for your own books your own ads your own account so if you're moving a keyword from an auto campaign to a manual campaign for example you can add that keyword that you move as a negative exact match in the auto campaign so the source campaign that it came from now this is a controversial topic some advertisers do this but others don't i've tested both approaches and both do work but if i had to pick one approach i would do this Move the keyword from the auto campaign to the new manual targeting campaign, but bid higher on this keyword in the manual targeting campaign than the cost per click you were paying for that keyword in the auto campaign. This will help you to gather data quicker and make sure that Amazon choose this keyword from the new manual targeting campaign when it's searched for on Amazon rather than it triggering in the auto campaign. You then want to let the campaign run and gather data on that new keyword that you've just moved into the manual targeting campaign. Now this can take anywhere from a few days to a few weeks depending on what you're bidding for that keyword, your bidding strategy and the search volume for that keyword. So once this keyword is generating impressions, it's generating clicks and sales or page reads or both, then negate it in the auto campaign. Now the reason I do this is because when you move a keyword or an ASIN into a new campaign, Amazon treats it as a new keyword target. It doesn't bring the history of that keyword over from the auto campaign or the campaign that you're moving it from to the new manual targeting campaign. So I like to let the keyword gather data and prove itself in the new campaign before negating it in the auto campaign or the source campaign that it came from. Now sometimes keywords or ASINs that you move from an auto campaign to a manual campaign won't work in the manual campaign. That's totally normal. It's frustrating, but it does happen. So even if you're bidding higher, you've got a more aggressive bidding strategy. Sometimes Amazon just prefers it being in the auto campaign for whatever reason. So the question then becomes, where do you find these keywords and these ASINs to negate? So you find them by running auto campaigns, category targeting campaigns, broad match and phrase match campaigns. So with these sorts of campaigns, you're potentially showing up for hundreds, even thousands of keywords and ASINs across Amazon. You're casting a wide net and you need to rein that net in over time, which you do with negative keyword targeting and negative ASIN targeting. So with these sort of discovery research campaigns, you let them run for depending on your budget, two to four weeks, then you go in and harvest the good keywords and the ASINs that are converting into sales and page reads and you negate the poor performers. This is going to help you massively reduce your wasted ad spend and ensure that you're spending your ad, your, your ad money, your ad spend on what is actually working in your account. So that's what I've got for you today. I hope that's been a valuable episode for you and you now understand the importance of negative keywords and negative ASINs with your Amazon ads. Now the bottom line here really is if you're paying for clicks on a keyword or an ASIN but those targets aren't generating sales or aren't generating any page reads for you, then it's eating into your profit and you need to do something about it. And that is where you use negative targeting.
So thank you for listening to today's episode. I'll be back with you next Wednesday. But until then, I'll leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week advertising, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.